Hello, everybody. It's Elle, and I'm feeling a little bit like shit today. You are? Really? Yes. What's going on? Well, next week is our homecoming dance, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety over this next week with finishing tests and school and stuff, and feeling good about myself for really? this dance. Yeah. is it about the dance that you're kind of feeling anxiety on i'm feeling anxiety about the way i look the 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 whole shebang of acne and weight and and hoochie hoo-ha would you say hoochie hoo-ha-ha <laughs> i don't know who that is um is that a new is that somebody's got that's a pop singer right yeah for hoochie sure. hoo-ha hoochie hoo-ha okay so wait a minute how, how much do you sort of like deal with those feelings of like worried about acne. Is that a thing that happens that's coming up? Yeah. Um, it's like you're just thinking like, please you know, don't break out. Well, my my body is just in general super sensitive to what I eat. And so when I eat bad, my skin breaks out really bad. And when I eat good, my skin is glowing as always. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. I'm feeling kind of ick over these last few weeks about the way I look. Really? Yeah. Did something happen or just? No, I think, you know, what's interesting is like, I feel like over COVID people have either lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight. That's 100% true. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of the people that I'm surrounding myself with have lost a lot of weight. Okay. And I'm just like icky about like the way I look. And okay. I think I'm comparing myself to other people around me and just, I, I'm pointing out the flaws in myself. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that that I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like normal. like even yeah, it is normal, but it doesn't make a, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, exactly. You still feel shitty. Like I I know that like over COVID, being stuck at home and drinking more, mm -hmm. uh, I definitely was like, well, I'm not being as active, but I'm drinking the same amount or more. Yeah. My body started to go like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Uh, so I get that. And no matter how much people go like, what are you talking about? You look great. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't feel great. Yeah, exactly. So what are you doing actively to like get your shit out of that? Well, I'm trying. So I'm like eating really well. But then it's like, so over COVID, um, probably about six months ago, I did this like 30 day thing of eating really clean yeah. and drinking a ton of water and yeah. like only eating like lean foods and vegetables and because i had gained maybe like four pounds i'd probably gained four pounds and i was like you're, and my you're, you're so weight cute. does not cute. fluctuate though <laughs> this, this is why my weight doesn't fluctuate i always weigh the same okay and so when i started gaining weight i was like oh my god like ick with myself so i did this 30-day thing and i had restricted myself so much i would like cry i would be so hungry at night uh -huh. and like starving like hungry and so then finally when the 30 days were up i would eat myself sick every night to the point where i'd <laughs> throw up sometimes really i'm not even kidding because i would 
eat. I would consume so much food yeah. because I was just like, I never wanted to feel hungry. Really? It was, yeah. And by that I had gained 10 pounds okay. after losing however much. Right. So it starts with, oh my gosh, I've gained four pounds. I'm going to go on this massive diet. Yes. I'm going to bounce back. Now I feel great, but I, I, I look better yes, in my exactly. eyes, but I feel awful. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to eat a bunch and then you bounce, you rubber band right past. Yes. And it was, it was horrible. And I like, honestly, not until, and this was probably like six or seven months ago. It wasn't until recently where I started to figure out like how yeah. to eat to yeah. fill myself without overeating. Like yeah. it was like something like I seriously like struggled with for a little. Were you were you making yourself throw up at some point? No, okay. I I literally would just eat so much that you're like oh my, my God. stomach could not take it and I would throw <laughs> up. I've I've never like had an, any kind of eating disorder yeah. or anything until I think this is some kind of overeating mm. eating disorder because mm. I and and it was like uh, horrible. All I could think about was like food and like just filling my stomach yeah. and. It was really bad. I know I did a thing. I mean, I've always, I've always been challenged by weight my entire life. Because when I was a kid, you know, I've told you stories about how like I just grew up in a small town. My mom was always baking, and so we eating and gorging ourselves, and it's like disgusting, right? And then you look at yourself, you're like, oh my god! Like before you become insecure, you know, as a child, there's this moment where it's like you're not even thinking about anything, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, I'm I'm fat. Like I. And that's a bad thing, right? And so then I have this complex because I get made fun of it all the time. And I'm telling you, I've gained weight and lost weight my entire life. And no matter the best I've ever looked, I still felt disgusting. I still Mm -hmm. felt like I was challenged by my weight. It's just never going to go away. We all have this thing, right? The best thing we can try to do, well, two things. One, keep this in mind society and especially the media and i don't want to sound like some conspiracy guy but i'm saying like the media really does train us to believe that beauty is this one thing lucky for you now it's a little bit more open and inclusive to body types that are different than you know just what i kind of grew up which was all like bikini models and like buff dudes and and if you weren't that well then you're kind of just like a dope you know um and so at least now there's that but but honestly, even that being said, it's like it doesn't really change your mind. You know what you want to look like. Even if you're like, lots of body types are beautiful. Yeah, but you want the body type that you want. And then sometimes when you don't have that, exactly, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like for sure something that like today, mm-hmm. I, I've i <laughs> been eating good for probably five days. And I'm starting to get like cravings and stuff. Right. And so today I went to visit my friend at work with a couple other friends. And I ate bread and I was like, I was like, oh, like I'm eating bread. Like, and at first I was fine. I was like, it's okay. Like you've been hungry. Like you're fine. And then all of a sudden I just like my head was crashing about like, okay, there goes the last five days of eating good. I'm going to look fat the rest of my life. Like, (laughs) like, and it was this small piece of bread. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like now I'm never going to lose any weight. And it was like, yeah. Like that is like, and totally like, I know so many people struggle with eating and that was so something like, really? Like now I'm going down a spiraling hole of like, this is going to happen to me again kind of thing. It's such a challenge because, and the other thing is like, 
the people around you will be like, you're great. You're Ugh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? I wish I had your figure, you know? Okay. Well then <laughs> I guess try different things. I don't know what to tell you, but like, it doesn't change the fact that our own insecurity and that's where you have to deal. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to work in that space, right? Diets don't work. Yeah, I know. I mean, everybody knows that. I yeah. know that. And I still find myself going like, you know, I'm going to do 30 days where I just yes. do this and this and I don't eat any bread. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, I feel great. I look great. But then in a month when I look at that piece of bread, I'm like, I want garlic toast so <laughs> fucking bad. It's like you have to do it in moderation and you have to work really hard to try to accept yourself for who you are at every weight. It can be difficult. Exactly. It's and difficult. like, <laughs> Yeah. And there's like every single person. One thing that I've realized, especially recently, mm-hmm. was often, often I'm really nervous to take tests. And I just can't help but be like, I'm nervous to take this test. I'm nervous to take this test to everyone that I go around to. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, none of them care. <laughs> none of them care that I take a test because they only care about themselves. Right. They don't care when I'm nervous, but they care when they're nervous. Right. So why do I care if no one else cares? Yeah. So then it like completely like takes me my anxiety because it's like no one else cares about your body type. You could be like, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. No, everyone else is like either, yeah, you are or no, you're not. But it's like, they don't care what you look like. They care what they look like. Right. You're so why does it even right. matter? Why does it matter? That's that's a great yeah. question for you right now. Why does it matter? Is it that you feel like people are looking at you differently? Is it truly like if you lived on an island alone, would you still be like, I got to get fit? No, it, I think I think for sure what it is is just me comparing myself to other people and being like, oh, I don't look like that person. I'm not as thin as that person. I'm not as tall as that person. Yeah, and then like, it's like, I always wish that I looked this way, but it's like, Maybe there's someone out there being like, oh, I wish I looked like her. She's of so course, pretty. Of course. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm gorgeous, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, you um, are. You are. So get over oh, yourself. Um, yeah. I think there's this, this great thing that happened to me as a young person. That I didn't realize what was going on. But I had a best friend and his name was Drew. And everyone called him Dreamy Drew. Because he was <laughs> he was tall, dark, handsome kid. You know? Had a you know he played guitar. He was romantic and dreamy. He looked like he just plopped out of a Twilight you know book. Um, very very much like easy on the eyes. People would say, yeah, and that's my best friend. And I was this like you know me. I, I was like <laughs> I was like uh, not tall, dark, and handsome. I had blonde hair. I was probably already going bald in late <laughs> high school. I was you know just awkward in a lot of ways, but I was funny. Okay. I yeah. always I always used my humor to like sort of win over the moment because I couldn't be tall, dark, and handsome, so I had to be fucking funny. Yes. But something o- happened is that people would always say to me, "Oh my god, who's your friend? He's so good looking. What what's his name?" What, blah, 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 asking me questions about him, right? And I would just be like, "Ugh, this kills me because here's this cute girl asking me about my friend. There's nothing like it, you know, it makes you feel bad." But then I came to find out later, he was thinking the same thing because people are going, oh, my God, your friend is so funny. He's mm-hmm. the funniest guy, right? We're both looking at each other like, man, I wish I could be. I was saying I wish I could be more attractive. And he was saying I wish I could be funnier. I wish people treated me like I was funny, you know? And it's like you always want what you don't have. That's so true. And we get lost in this thing of comparing ourselves when really I should have been like, yeah, he's a super 
cute guy. I mean, I get yeah. it. I totally get it. And I'm a funny person. We should celebrate that of each other exactly. and not make it about like what I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like I feel like for sure society and like especially like high school it's always what I am not I wish I was this I wish I was this I wish my hair wasn't this color I wish I was this tall but it's like you can't change those things about you so why are you trying so hard to you will never be anyone else it's true so all you can be is the best version of yourself and like one thing is like about this like until homecoming I'm trying to eat good and stuff I'm like Every time that I get a craving or something, I'm like, it's just for 10 days. If I if I don't like it, if I don't change, then I'll never do it again. But just do it for 10 days. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I would love to be cuter and thinner and whatever in 10 days. <laughs> but it's like, why does that even matter? Like, I'm still going to look good AF. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so really, I mean, it, it's funny, right? You, you know the answer. Mm-hmm. You have the answer. Uh, but you can't help but still have the problem. Exactly. And it's like in ten, 10 days, I probably won't be satisfied with the way I look. Like, right. I, I, it's 10 days. I'm not going to look that different. <laughs> yeah. How much can you lose two or you three know? pounds? Exactly. You know? And yeah. it's like, but why am I trying? Like, why do I care so much? Why am I trying so hard hmm. to, I don't know, you know? So my question then is, do do your friends talk to you about this? No, I feel like it's something that's kind of just unspoken mm-hmm. truth. Like, mm-hmm. like my, my best friend, um, at the time that I was like gaining weight, sure. she had lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And so, and she, we were always about the same size. Like mm-hmm. we were always about the same size. And so then it's like all of a sudden I started gaining weight and all of a sudden she started losing weight. Yeah. And it was like, and we had both got broken up with at the same time and I just went up and she went down. Oh. And so it just was like, we just went in opposite directions and then she got super tiny and everyone kept going like, oh my God, she's so tiny. She's so small. She's so thin. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, my cheeks are getting bigger. My <laughs> neck's swelling. Like, you're like, what about me? <laughs> I was like, do I look better though? Uh. No. And so it was like, that was like really hard to deal with. And one thing that at that time also, I always hated when people would be like, oh my God, I haven't eaten all day. Oh my God, like this is my first meal and it's six at night and I'm literally not even hungry. Like I could not stand when people talked about food because I could not fill myself more with food. I could not consume more in a day. (laughs) I probably ate my weight daily. (laughs) Like it was horrible. And it was like so sad to me that like I couldn't control myself. It was all that I thought about. Yeah. I wonder, uh, huh? And were you sad at this time? Like, were, was were you going through something emotional outside? You you said you'd been broken up with. Yeah. So were you kind of self medicating in a sense I, with food. I think I would go through phases of I want to change my life and be and I want to meditate every morning and I yeah. want to drink a cup of tea and I want to eat healthy and then right after that and I restrict myself so much I would just binge eat and yeah. like just keep eating and eating and eating and I think maybe I was like sad mm-hmm. i i maybe i was like it was like underlying feelings of the sadness of being broken up with but yeah. i don't know it was just have have you have time. you coped in this way with food um 
in other times of your life or is this kind of the first time never so you're surprised i, I have always had an amazing relationship with food like mm-hmm. i would always feed myself when i was hungry i've always eaten probably more than the average person just because i'm always i'm always doing a sport yeah. or like i'm constantly working out and i've always been like average to my height like yeah. my weight has always been average to my height i've never been too thin i've never been overweight right and so this was just like such a like i have never been so caught up in like what i was eating hmm. and i didn't know why like sometimes i would just call my mom and i'd be like mom i, I need you to like make me a meal plan because I cannot stop eating. And I also yeah. work at an ice cream shop. Right. And so it's like M&M's, ice cream, Oreos, whipped cream, everything and anything that you could think of that it was a sweet was there. And yeah. so it was like, I was constantly like eating spoonfuls of peanut butter with like Oreos. <laughs> and I would like go to the bathroom and like start tearing up because I was like, why can I not stop eating? I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it. I've had that. See, I've had a horrible relationship with food my whole life. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a moment that I had where it was probably when I was like 38, okay? And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I I was so depressed. I had just gotten out of a relationship. And I was like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Fuck this. And I started to. I did it. I took it so seriously. No alcohol, no sugar, no carbs, no anything, right? You end up depriving yourself of a lot of things. But I had my eyes on the prize. So here's the sick part. I lose 50 pounds. Oh, gosh. 50 pounds is a that's lot awesome. of weight. That's a yeah, lot of weight. That's insane. And I get to a weight where people are like, I don't. I think that's too much weight you lost. I think really? that's, yeah, people were like, yeah, I don't know. You look kind of, eh. you know, I was just like dedicated. And I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like this. But even at that, the, my lowest weight, I still was like, I felt great at the moment, but then it wore off. Yeah. It wore off. I remember saying to people, I'm, I figured it out. I'm never going to be heavy again and blah, 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 you know, and it wears off. And then you start to like, I don't know, you get, you get weak. And then yeah. those garlic knots come, come to the table and you're like, I'll have three <laughs> of those. It's the damn garlic knots. <laughs> I swear. No, it's just like, I have such a bad relationship with food because I like everything that's bad for you. Oh, me too. Like I don't, like I don't desire a salad. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like, I do desire like a pasta or like a pizza Mm -hmm. or like something that has chili on it. It's like, why? Why can't I just like good things? Like, why don't I want to desire an apple? (laughs) Oh, because it's got sugar in it. (laughs) Yeah, you can't eat that anyways. But But literally, like what I'm doing right now, like I can't eat fruit. Like I can only eat blueberries and strawberries and yeah. it's like, I just want a banana sometimes. Yeah. I just want peanut butter and avocado. Like, yeah, I like healthy foods and I like things that are good for you. But it's like, it's like one time I was going through my phone and it was like all these, ba- these f- 10 fruits, fruits will make you gain weight. And it's like, <laughs> oh, great. Looks like I'm never eating a pear again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? And yeah, but a lot of that's I mean, I get that. I hear that. But but and I'm giving you this advice from an older perspective to mm-hmm. say like you've got to train your brain to accept that you're going to fluctuate here and there. Yeah. And that that's not bad. And yes, we can feel like, oh, I feel kind of doughy today. It's like, yeah. okay, pick it up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Get back to your thing tomorrow. But like 
don't restrict yourself in an unhealthy way. And I've done that so many times, which is like, I will deprive myself of all of these things, you know? And then what happens is you rubber band, you know, yeah. you come back with a fucking fury and your, your body's like, give me all the sugar right now, you motherfucker. <laughs> and then it just like starts packing it on. You gain 10 pounds. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Now you lost all your hard work. And it's like, I think what you need to do is say, you need to keep telling yourself like, I'm going to grow. I'm going to shrink. I'm going to, this is going to happen. It's mm-hmm. just part of life. I can't control it. And, and I will do my very best to eat healthy and to be good to my body. And that doesn't include gorging. It doesn't include purging, you know, to really try to get that space. Yeah. And I feel like for me, I would always, always look for like so much validation in other people of like, Mm -hmm. it's okay that I did gain weight. Like Uh, at that time, it was like, it was like, I felt like I was begging to people to tell me like, it's okay that you are this way as opposed to what you were before. Yeah. And I feel like because I have never experienced rubber banding because my whole life I've been very athletic right. and doing gymnastics my and whole life. And your metabolism at your age exactly. is like insane. Yeah. And so my body weight has always been still. And so for me to gain weight, it was like, it felt like the end of the world because it was sure. like, oh my God, I'm going to look fat the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's how it felt. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started figuring out how to eat that my weight didn't increase like i Mm. like finally hit like a plateau like okay like you're fine and that was one thing when i was telling my mom about me doing this eating thing again and i told her about how after i did it last time i gained weight she was like then why are you doing this again if that's how it's gonna result and i'm like i'm fine i can control myself but it's like isn't that what they always say yeah everybody always thinks they can do it yeah you you know no drug addict or alcoholic ever goes you know they're all gonna say like i got this i got this i'm i'm under control until somebody's sitting in a room with them and it's an intervention with their family going like you've destroyed everything you know (laughs) so you have to remember like you already know what's gonna happen yeah so just be mindful and, and ultimately the goal is to be healthy not skinny yes healthy and that's how my mindset has always been Mm -hmm. like whenever i would eat good it would never be like it'd be like oh this is gonna make me live a year longer it's not gonna make (laughs) me lose three pounds you know (laughs) right right and so that's that's when it started to get about the weight more than it did about the health that's when it started to like make me really anxious it's it's like everything it's moderation right you need to be able to eat junk Mm-hmm. but you shouldn't eat junk three meals a day exactly seven days a week that's that's a problem you should have a healthy a healthy balance and 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 if you gain a pound or two or five or ten well that's the moment that you're in and and, and, and okay. things will change again things yeah will change exactly again. you know i think a lot of i can't even imagine what women go through when it comes time well one you feel like the bloating of every month right Mm -hmm. and then on top of that when women are pregnant can can you imagine of course it's for a good reason but like after you have that baby there's all this hard work you have to do and it's like your body's been trained for the last nine months to react in this way and now you're like everything changes it's got to be wild for sure you guys are fucking amazing machines (laughs) i know uh i'm just um, kidding i've never had a baby (laughs) Well, thank goodness. Thank goodness you got that taken care of. Um, yes. So so let me ask you a question. Um, there's there's a part of this. Like, do you do you see uh, in in media? Do you feel like there's this pressure on young people, women and men to look a certain way? 
Do you feel like that is from like coming at you from your friends? Do you feel like it's coming to you from the media, like magazines and movies and stuff like that? Yeah, I feel like probably more so social media. And what's interesting about it is like parents or old people or whatever will always be like that, like social media influences influences you to blah, blah, blah. Like that's always how it goes. But it's like, it's like, I feel like the case of it is so underlying there's no set point of like this is what you should look like it's just you're scrolling through and you're seeing people who are skinny you're right. seeing people who are just gorgeous right and people are getting comments of it and it's like yeah that's what you're supposed to look like yeah so it's not even just that it's set up right in front of you it's scrolling through and being like those people are beautiful and i don't look like that right right I can totally see that. And and it's, there's a sickness there too, because the Instagram models or whatever you want to call them, uh, influencers, they're being, uh, they're being commended for that activity. Right. So when a, when a woman goes on there and wears, wears a tight dress, people are like, wow, you're so hot. Right. Okay. But when they're wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt, nobody's going like, you're so hot. Well, maybe they are, but like it's less. So then you're being trained, right? Oh, I've got to have this cute look. I got to put my feet this way. I've got to angle my shoulders that way because that's the best thing. Uh. The camera has to be above my head. It has to, you know, all this stuff. We're getting trained almost uh, get turned into robots, right? And and then we're, we're paying these people, right? We're saying like, oh, like, 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 like. And then now they're getting money for it. So what is that person like where their whole lifestyle is based on how they look, right? Not on the academics, not on, oh, wow, she's she's a doctor. You know, it's like, oh, she's a hot doctor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For sure. We're, we're focusing on the wrong things. And I guess, do you see that with uh, a lot of your friends? Yes, do you have any? Do you have any influencer friends? Influencers? Like yeah, like my friends the, who people, are influencers? Yes, yes. I don't have any friends who are like, per se famous mm-hmm. on any kind of social media platform. But I have friends who are for sure look similar to those kind of girls. I like see. they're very beautiful and skinny and happy and da 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 da. And it's like, what's really going on in their lives, you know? Yeah. What do you think is really going on? I don't know. Like, I don't know if any of my friends struggle with eating. I truly don't know because we don't really talk about it. Everyone eats when they're together. No one has anything to say for it. Mm -hmm. But it's like there are so many people in the world who do have. Oh, oh. like that's the thing right now is so eating disorders. So that makes me wonder about vulnerability then. Are you are you not able to be vulnerable in front of your friends and say, Hey, does anybody else like have a challenge with eating? (laughs) Like, have you ever just thought to say that? Yeah. No, I would never say that because our friend group is only there for the good times. I feel like really, yeah. Like they're not the people that'll stick with you when you're going through it. And I know that from personal experience and from seeing other situations, they just aren't, it's more like let's go party, let's go have fun. Okay. Like who's down to go out? But sort of fair never, weather friends, as they would call it. Yeah, but it's like those are our friends. But I have very few friends. I probably have two who are like I can connect with this person. I talk to them when I feel hurt, 
and the other thing though is I'm not a big person to express my feelings. You're not? Yeah, and that's weird <laughs> because the way I talk to you, I literally <laughs> tell you everything. But like truth be told, like I do not like to speak about how I feel because mm. it's it just makes me uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. Is, I, it it gives me the ick factor. I'm wondering cuz hearing you I wonder if it's because you're you're afraid of being vulnerable because it looks weak. Maybe. Or you're afraid that someone will judge you for your feelings. Maybe. One I mean, thing, uh, one thing about you is that you're always in control. Yeah. So to allow yourself to say something that looks or feels weak to you is you losing that control. Yeah. And mm. our friend group is very masculine too. Everything is about like who can run the fastest, who can climb this high. Mm. Like, and especially with all the boys, it's hard to be like, I don't, I don't have one guy friend. I have one guy friend. I don't have any other guy friends that I could literally sit down and be like, I don't feel good. Like I'm yeah. insecure about this. This makes me unhappy. Huh. There's one person that I would probably talk to that stuff about with. Do you write in like a journal? Do you keep that or so yes. how how do you get these feelings out other than this podcast now? Yeah. How do you get these feelings out of insecurity, of vulnerability, of being scared and not knowing? Honestly, know? probably just distracting myself. I probably don't talk about it much. Really? I used to journal a lot, but huh. then I stopped and I, like I was saying, like me just looking for validation and stuff, that's how I cope with these kind of things is sure. not even people telling me I'm pretty or people telling me I'm skinny or whatever, but just like getting people to be like, it's okay where you are. Like with mm. them saying it to me without them saying it to me. I guess I want to challenge you to go out there and be this person that you're looking for a little bit. You know, that that classic saying, like, be the change you're looking for, <laughs> right? But, like, be this person to your friends, the people that are close to you, to be like, you know, to say, like, hey, do you ever think about this? Or have you ever had thoughts about this topic, whatever, right? Yeah. And have that conversation and make sure that you are uh, allowing yourself to to validate their feelings no matter what they are. And, yeah. and even if they're like, I've never thought about that. Okay, uh, that's fine. But for me, as I grew older, I really started to like. It's you think of it like a piece of marble. Okay, you yeah. know, and these you start with a block and then you start chiseling away, right? And by the end of it, you have this sculpture and it's beautiful. Yeah, I think of that chipping away as like all the people in our lives that are just going to be temporary, who don't really hold a lot of space for us and aren't able to be there for us when we need someone yeah someone that you can be really honest and so when you're chipping away and, and listen some of this is just proximity and, and timing of the fact that you're in high school and things like that but like as you grow older older you'll realize that having 20 friends is not realistic yeah and that you're going to so get it true. down to like a small group of people that you really trust and you give yourself to completely and honestly and they do the same and you're like wow we have such a great bond yeah so what i'm asking you is like you can start that journey now by being that person who is authentic and vulnerable and saying like hey this is how I feel and that's okay yeah you know you don't have to be a bitch about it you can just be like I feel this way doesn't it do you ever feel that way one person that you're talking to you know like start those conversations because I think you'll really be one you'll be surprised that someone might have some feelings that you didn't realize and two you'll find out very quickly if those people can be that type of person with you and that's important because why are you wasting your time you know, True. I mean, have fun and see who's the fastest runner and you know, all that stuff. But like, <laughs> because I care so much, right? I think one thing 
one thing that's very important and we don't talk about enough is mental mental health for ourselves. And a lot of times, especially when people have taken their own lives, okay, it's yeah. a lot of people around them go, oh my gosh, they seemed fine. What, 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 you know, it's like there is that conversation, right? But maybe that person needed somebody to talk to and they didn't have anybody. They weren't allowed to be vulnerable. They weren't allowed to say like, I don't want to be here. And then have someone go like, I want to listen. I want to listen to you, and not say, "What are you talking about? Your life's so great." Exactly. You know, nobody wants yeah. to hear that, right? Sometimes we want to feel good and have someone go like, "Wow, you, you look great." Of course, but like, sometimes we just want to get down and and have a real fucking conversation. Yeah. And be like, "I'm hurting, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm hurting. I'm hurting, and that's Please okay." Help me. <laughs> um. Well, as always, you uh, amaze me with your. Uh, your your maturity. Um, I really hope you can tackle this this topic. Ugh, thanks. I will. I will be. And when I say this topic, I just mean garlic knots. Yes. <laughs> Please, if you're out there, just eat the garlic knot. Just one. <laughs> just eat it. It's delicious. It's worth it's it. It's delicious. But thank you guys all for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Stuff I Can't Tell My Parents is brought to you by Shit Show Media. It's written, produced, and edited by Bo Hufford and me, Elle Fishwick. Our theme song was performed by Jeremy Stock. If you've got a question, comment, or something you can't tell your parents, write to us at stufficanttellmyparents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>